Now, I might not say this in front of white people, but in front of y'all, I'm speaking my mind. Rosa Parks ain't do nothing but sit her black ass oh, no. down. Oh, no. <laughs> Barbershop. <laughs> I remember hearing that and being so offended. Every, like, I feel like the family, Rosa Parks family was pissed. I was so upset because Rosa Jesse Parks Jackson. did way more than that. Way more than that. Now, I was a child. I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I think when the Barbershop movie came out. I didn't watch it till it was out on like DVD because I that's how I saw oh. most movies that were above PG-13. Right. My daddy would buy them and put them in his room where the rest of his movies were and now we're going there and watching them. Right. So I watched that movie and I remember... <laughs> Being I so laughing. offended. But like the whole scene was just about niggas talking shit in the bar. Right. Shop. I mean, no, but I was cracking up, but the thinking, that's so unity was Ooh, y'all pissed. not right. Y'all like, not right. Because hadn't she just passed? Or, well, I hope she hadn't passed away by the end. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think it was around. It was around that time. No, it might be worse if she was alive because then she heard about it. Like, <laughs> so y'all just gonna disrespect our legend. But it was funny. I knew the quote. Congratulations. Look at me. See if you would do more like that. I would get them more often. Like that. Like an extremely popular black movie that lots of people are likely to have seen multiple times. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've done that. Do, do you? You know what? I'm going to say you probably have because people tend to be more on your side than they are on Okay. Mine. <laughs> so. All right. So. I'll let you have it. Welcome back, everyone. I am Cedric the Entertainer. And I am Ava DuVernay. This is the read. It sure is. Week two. Um, so I still got a cough. Oh, do you? But I'm miles ahead of where I was. You sound last much week. better than you did last week. I just trash. I finally finished Harry Potter. The books. I did. Finally finished that last one. So it all tied together. Now you know. Yes. So now I understand exactly why I was so wrong for all the Snape things I said. Right. Now I now I get it. Although I my my sympathy is still it still only goes but so far. I mean, he really truly hated that nigga still. I mean, right. And you shouldn't have never called his mama a mudblood. Like you did it. You fucked it up. Like you are the one. So. But I mean, he had his burden. I mean, well, I your burden is what it is. You it, you still ended up dying for her child. And awfully. <laughs> Right. And in a terrible, I mean, like, really for no reason. I mean. It was kind of a, a pointless death. But I eased up on my hatred of Snape. Um, I just would like to say J.K. Rowling did not have to do my nigga Hedwig like that. Oh, nor yeah, my no. nigga Dobby. I actually oh, Dobby had to put was, the book down That was that when was Dobby died. I, yeah. re- I actually had to step away. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you got me fucked up. Uh, I mean, after all of the shit, I mean. All of the shit they put Dobby through. And also, really, not one of the fucking Malfoys died? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, mean, I guess shame was their punishment. But you know. know what cracked me up? Is that at the very end, when Harry and all of them are taking their kids off to Hogwarts, Draco sees him like across the train platform and has to at least dap him up because he's like, yeah, you and your niggas did save my life. I mean... Like, it's only so mad you can be, I sir. Even though should have died. We saved your life. T- twi- oh, sh- damn... <sighs> should have been the first. So now you have to watch the films. Yeah, no, now I definitely do. And I I'm really excited. Great job. Everybody's like, oh, they're streaming all over everywhere now. So hurry up and check them out. So I am excited. But yes, finally finished the books. And now I see what all the fuss was about. Because it was good. I will probably reread them, honestly. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, they're still... Um, oh, yeah. The Cursed Child. And my friend brought me something about the bard. 
the bard's something. There's another oh, like book or something. About. Yeah, no, it's not like part of the story, but it's just some auxiliary thing. I don't really know. They're making another Fantastic Beast movie. I think it comes out this year with like young Albus Dumbledore. Oh, so really? I guess saying that those movies are gonna like be some kind of weird prequel. But the nigga's mm. play- he's being played by Jude Law and I expected him to look like whimsical and have white hair. He looks like Jude Law. I don't know what Jude Law looks like. I'm just That's picturing random too. white man like Chris Good Pratt enough. or something is mm. what I'm picturing. Oh, no, no, no. Not as... Okay, no. Okay, I know this face. Yeah. This is a very famous white man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He played somebody in the movies. That's what it says right here. In the movies. How J.K. Rowling helped Jude Law prepare to play Dumbledore. Oh, that's the one you're talking about. Gotcha. He just looks like whatever you're looking at right now, Mm -hmm. that's what he looks like in the movie. Oh, this is Dumbledore before he gets his white-ass beard and all that. I mean, I expected a little more whimsy. (laughs) This is a little right. I did not expect... I've I've always pictured Dumbledore to be kind of like eccentric and right, you, you know, almost like carefree white boy right. kind of style. He kind of looks like if he's at the bar, you should keep your glass to yourself. <laughs> right, he's, he's a little like mm, I don't know. Is this Dumbledore? Is this Voldemort? Like I don't know. What's right, going on. right. All right. Well, black excellence. Oh, right, 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 right. So lots of ground to cover. Thank God. First of all, shout out to Star Andrews. Um, for... Oh, my God. I stand for this little girl. So, she is a figure skater, uh, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was competing in the U.S. National Championships uh, this past Friday, I believe. And she... I mean, just magnificently skated her ass mm-hmm. around to a cover... Of One Moment in Time by Whitney Houston, a cover that she recorded herself. It's featuring Whitney's vocals also. So So is she and Whitney on this song? She and Whitney (laughs) are just singing down. When I tell you, when I realized she she was singing to her own voice and Whitney Houston's voice to that song, I said, no wonder she won. Look at that. Lil Mama got so many points off that performance. She went straight from eighth to first. <laughs> she did. I'm not I lying. Mean, yeah. She no, really I'm did. Just... Like, And now I want like T-shirts with her face on it. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, you have to go, go to Google and just search for Star Andrews figure skating because it was it brought me to tears. Oh, especially at the very end when she started crying, too. And I was like, yes, black queen. Yeah, when yes. people. Yeah, that's the first like the quickest way to get me to cry. Uh, so talented. Go black girls. Um, Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. Congratulations yes. on becoming the first black man. <laughs> I mean, what? He's just delicious. <laughs> First black man to ever win Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series Drama so at the re- Golden Globes. So ridiculous that this is still a thing. Like, 75th. And Oprah being the first black woman to get that, what is it called? The Carlisle? The, the something. Uh, uh-uh, don't do this. <laughs> Camille D. Oh, the Camille D. Um, let me go. Oh, let me Google it. Uh, I got it. I'm gonna know it. It's Camille. Cecil B. DeMille. All right. Where did you get Camille? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? 
me. I thought you were looking at it and you couldn't pronounce the last name. I was making a game out of it. I was oh, trying to remember whoever's name that is. Whatever. <laughs> so that person, also on Black Excellence, Oprah, for um, being the first black woman to win this award as well as that that majestic-ass speech that left your mouth on stage. And right. also, I mean... Amazing speech, very moving, clearly rehearsed, but it doesn't feel like it because it's Oprah. Because it's Oprah. <laughs> so that's always a plus. Um, no, she's not going to be our president. And I think you already said on the show before that why would she ever we be We did the this president? a long time ago, like, and I feel like it comes up all the time. She's like, already Oprah. Look at her life. Would you want to trade that in to be stressed out by this raggedy-ass country? <laughs> Hell no. What? Also to Oprah for being the type of friend who tells you when your elbow's ashy. Oh. Because. <laughs> the ash <wind. laughs> Gail was getting all dressed in her Time's Up black gown, all sparkly and things. Oh, man. And Oprah saw them elbows and said, oh, get them elbows. A little Ash Wednesday little on Ash the, Wednesday on the, on the elbows. elbows. And like wouldn't drop it until somebody said, okay, I'm, like I'm going to okay, go we're and get grease some up, cocoa butter bad. or whatever. Like, <laughs> that is friendship. It is. Because a real what friend a will not let you go on the red carpet with ashy elbows. She will not let you <laughs> be all in them official AP photos looking ashy. Also, Shout speaking of real, real friends, one. you know who I'm also putting on fucking Black Excellence this week? Brisha Webb. Brisha Webb was at the fucking, I don't know what kind of Golden Globes fancy ass VIP only after party this was, but Issa Rae was there too. Okay. Drake was DJing. So at some point, Young Miss approaches DJ. She's I'm an looking actor. Her up. Okay. Um, and she approached Drake. As he was DJing. I don't know if one dance was playing, oh. but she went up to him, I guess, and like said, asked for a dance or something like that. And it wasn't audible, but he clearly like was like, no girl. Right. Well, I mean, wasn't he in the middle of DJing? Yes. Like even when Issa Rae posted that video, like she was like feet maybe away right. from him. And the, <laughs> I was cracking up because the word she put over the video said Zaddy ZJing. And her her friends were just like, Zaddy! Like, they're just like, <laughs> I hyping him it. up. He looks so crisp and great. Of course But he, he didn't even look at the camera. Like, he was... DJ, right. And I appreciate that because that's what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. Making sure that the hits yeah. are on point. He had something to do. Oh, I just found the video. So, at some point... This young lady went up to him and asked him to dance. He shot her down. The face that she made in response to Ooh, it was wee. so cute. But then she posted, because they, of course they had this shit on the shade room. So she posted a follow-up video. I wouldn't have posted in no the gym. video. She's adorable. She posted a follow-up video in the gym with her and her friends talking about I see happened. it. And just made, like her attitude is so like funny oh, she's and so like, cute. laughing about it. Yeah. And her two homegirls in the background are like, that's right. He was just DJing. It's like, it's fine. <laughs> He didn't want to be disturbed. There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> right, no. It's not a personal <laughs> thing, Brisha. No, not at all. Just, you were excited because it's Drake. He's much finer in person. First of all, you did what the fuck you were supposed to do, madam. Like, you saw Drake. Music is on. You asked him to and dance. And you reacted. Because you're attracted to him. Right. And like, who isn't? You so... did what the fuck you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You What? I don't... I, I probably would not have posted the video of me getting curved on the internet. I don't think but... she posted the video. Oh, okay. But it made its way on the internet Got somehow. you. And it was still cute and funny. Yeah, no, she's adorable. What? And I'm sure that he still sent her an apology DM that smelled like... 
I'm sure he wasn't like, oh my God, no, you're too ugly. Caramel <laughs> and Virginia to. Black. And... <laughs> he probably sent her some flowers and chocolate and shit. Like, I just bad, thought baby. the fact that you actually were close enough to Drake and asked him for a, a dance, mm-hmm. my hero, as well as that adorable ass video, which are like best, best friends, obviously. Well, she's like, I was gonna, I will ask whoever I want for a dance. And they were like, damn right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. You do, like, that is Friends friendship. Be, yes, supporting you. If you don't have that, because, I reevaluate. mean, you're right. Your people should definitely encourage you to shoot your shot when you around fucking Drake. Duh. Like, you didn't do anything wrong, girl. The rest of us would have done it also. <laughs> so... I, I mean, unless fun. he tried to fight you, like right, you really right. You 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 didn't lose. Your worst yeah. case scenario really is still like <laughs> leaps ahead of my best case. What because happened to Drake you having to a baby? Drake. Drake was never ha- Drake with what? Remember, it was some girl, a stripper, or somebody who said, "Okay, never mind." This was months ago. I'm so. sure when we discussed that, we said, "Okay, well, when the baby gets here, let us know." Uh, yep. And then we never heard anything else. All right, never mind. That Good luck. Just I mean, been, I don't. Who knows? Maybe somebody got a check, and that whole thing went away. All right. So this week in, um, Ollie hot tops and the forty bottoms. Um. Sir. <laughs> I don't even know where to start here. It's just so much. Ali Hot Tops. So, <laughs> Carrie Hilson, um, <clears throat> I guess she was on the Steve. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. I, I mean, I actually watched this video, so. She was on the Steve Harvey show. Sort of. Um, there's like, it's one of those like celebrity psychic niggas. <laughs> I guess. That's exactly what it was. Steve Harvey's psychic nigga was in Atlanta and had a surprise celebrity guest. Nigga. Of all the niggas in Atlanta. (laughs) I know that he was like, when they told him, oh, it's a celebrity guest. It's a surprise. And he's in Atlanta. He's just thinking, I'm coming around the corner and I can't imagine that it was Carrie Hilson. Right. Anyway. So, this was not... So she cried? She did. She broke down in tears a few times. And when I watched it, like, he kind of seemed to be saying stuff that it, maybe anybody who was a fan of Carrie Hilson would already know. That's what they all fucking do. <laughs> so I was like, this is so deep that, like, oh, I can sense that you've lost a grandmother. Like, yeah, she's like 38. Of course she's lost a grandmother. <laughs> like, what? And also, Google. And it just feels like, you know, you've been going through some rough times lately. Well, shit, take a look at the past couple years. She's Carrie Hilson. We have seen Carrie Hilson rise and fall and rise and fall and then fall some more. Like, we have seen (laughs) Carrie Hilson have a very bumpy experience. And I left her alone a long time ago. Like, it, it... it became overkill a long time ago. It did. But to see her crying like that and being like, you know, it's a rebuilding season for me and it kind of oh, is like a comeback. On her, <laughs> having Serge Ibaka and then not having and Serge Ibaka. Right. The fact that you just would not hold up that damn magazine. Mm-hmm. These things have contributed <laughs> to I'm not laughing because she seems very she seems like maybe she's just not getting back to a happy place you had shit for all the last <laughs> I over there. what you mean I have not done anything <laughs> anyway I wish Carrie Hilton the best of luck same <laughs> god damn it let me get it out 
Sorry, guys. As a former Carrie Hilson fan. That's right. I will say that. You used to be a... I used to be a big Carrie Hilson fan because her first album was... What were they called, though? The Carrie Winkles? What are her fans called? I don't think that... You know what? I don't even think that Carrie Hilson's career made it to having standing. Oh, okay. Well, you ain't shit for that. I honestly think that, like, all of that was... After like maybe Beyonce had the Beehive, but that's because like that, that was, was just pretty easy, much it, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like I'm sure that Lady Gaga was out. She had the Monsters, but it wasn't like the thing where like everybody now names their fans, right? Which happens like pretty much two weeks after you have a career these um, days. If I <laughs> could name you one, of cannot them. stop laughing. <laughs> you not shit. I would have named her fans like Group Therapy or Wow Outreach. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> that is rude. I love Sherry. She Carrie hasn't Hilson. put out music in six years. Carrie Hilson has also made like like odd decisions. <coughs> you know, like I don't yeah. think that Carrie Hilson just came, you know, did her absolute best and just <laughs> nothing ever seemed to It got weird after Pretty Girl Rock. Pretty Girl Rock was the turning point. Pretty Girl Rock, but that was okay. Like, love me, love me. It's the way I love me. Yes, okay. Yes, it just started. Like, whereas before you were making these cute pop R and B like jams. Like, I'm not going to deny you. Like, you know that Love Knocks You Down song with Kanye and that Turning Me. Oh well, no. See, Turning Me on with Trina. But see, Turning Me On was fine until you did the Turning Me Off um, remix. That was where you fucked up for real. Trina was on. Oh, yeah. What was the song she did with Trina? Let me see. Slide, slide, one of my black cars. Like the Pacific Ocean. Be like part of my backyard. Million Dollar Girl with Diddy. No. Yeah. That's Trina's song. Oh, featuring Carrie Hilson. The you song that was Carrie's on. And then Trina. Nicki Minaj did a remix to it, too, but I can't remember it. Get Your Money Up. That's what oh, it was called. Okay. Turning Me On, yes, was the one with Lil Wayne. And I actually never, like, that was my least favorite song on that album, I think. I believe it was like. One of the main singles, probably one of her most popular records. I liked it. And then she did that remix, and then it was all... And then it was all over from there. But she definitely had her her time. Like, she, I really enjoyed her music until she decided to go crazy. <laughs> I would like for her to... It's been a while. I have backed off. Um, it's been years. <laughs> it has been many years. But she's also said, like, she's going to make a comeback for a couple of years, too. So I don't know how, how that has been going, but I would actually like to hear another Carrie Hilson album because I think that she's a great songwriter. She is. And if she gets, like, the right production stuff behind her, I think she could make a really good album. And I would be interested in seeing how it performs as well. And I think the Beehive will let you live. And no. <laughs> a good portion of them. I think most of the most of them will. I Those think, of us of a certain age. Right. There you go. <laughs> Those of us who are like, girl, I don't have the time to be sitting up dragging <laughs> niggas on the internet all day no more. Like, like this is just foolish. <laughs> I'm just absolutely. not that bored no more in my life. <laughs> but some of the younger ones might. But like, even still, Beyonce fans can hate you and you can still have a popping career. Like, we we can't hold you down, really. Nobody's. If your music was still just that great, then I think things wouldn't have gone the way they did. But. They did. That fucking song with her licking that vault. That, it remember, was bad. That bank, they were like bank robbers. And uh-uh. it was just like. Was that on No Boys Allowed? Or what that was, was on No Boys Allowed. Love. For sure. Because I just remember something. being like, Carrie, what is what is this? But that see. album also wasn't terrible. I was confused though why all of the features were boys and there wasn't a ma- female feature. <laughs> on an album called No Boys Allowed. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Came out in 2010. So, damn. Well, 
like I said, uh, good luck or whatever. Oh, <laughs> in a perfect world. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. No, but that, that came out before. Good. Yeah, that was the last one I enjoyed. The first one. Oh, that was the first yeah, one. Yeah, mm, Sorry. And I mean, if you really, if like, we could go there. If you want to be petty, we could count um, Blackout by Britney Spears. Ooh, now that's a damn because good album. that is essentially a collaborative album. Wow. Like, that's like... And it's perfect. I love Blackout, so... You can literally hear Carrie Hilson singing on that album. Okay. Well, you know what? So, like I said, there the you best go. of that too. all the new things. To I'd you. love to see her make a solid comeback. But when I saw her on the Steve Harvey show doing a segment. And with not even on the sh- like being the guest's guest. Right. <laughs> it was Steve in the studio talking about, please check out this recorded segment with my favorite psychic. A nigga walking in the building talking about, I'm feeling a feminine energy. <laughs> like, really? Are you? <laughs> them niggas tripped me out the one who interviewed um, Little Kim and was like I feel like you know there was like a rapper that died <laughs> like, I'm sure he didn't say that <laughs> but you know so like everything I watched it everything no. he said to her was like shit anybody, anybody would know Google. about Little Kim he was like oh I'm seeing cakes like like somebody celebrating you and she's like yeah my birthday is tomorrow <laughs> like who can't get on Google and find that out <laughs> I just don't buy it. I'm sorry. I don't and I don't either, even but... feel like psychics are all like I I believe in it to an extent, but I just kind of feel like a lot of this shit that I'll be watching, I'll be like, anybody with like a Facebook account they haven't used in years right. would know this. It would be the whole time I was waiting for him to say something that I could not personally find like on Google. Like there's nothing here that anybody who wasn't a Carrie Hilson fan probably doesn't already know. You could have, you could not have internet access and somebody be like, Carrie Hilson, you've been troubled. Like, I feel like it's been a like rocky it's been road for you. been turmoil lately. Um, Maybe you've been sad some days. <laughs> like, yeah, she lost Sergi Baca's dick. Who wouldn't be sad? Um. All right, next. Where do I want to go with this? Oh, do you want to talk about Amber Rose is apparently working on her own candy factory? Whoa, I was so scared you was going to say album. <laughs> A candy factory. Okay. Or candy coated. What is that? What is uh-uh, no. bedroom candy? She's working on her own sex toy line. Yes. That is not the same as a candy factory. I was trying to think of whatever candy shit. I thought called. she was gonna have like a line of ass lollipops and shit like Probably that. Probably that too. You can use that in the bedroom. You ought. It's a great way to get a yeast infection. I feel like it is. It definitely is. Keep sugar out the bedroom. I know little to nothing about you the vagina. Ought not do but that. But I feel like you shouldn't. Do not put Candy's sugar in the candy. Candy's the one talking about. You put the. You get some sugar and it makes it sticky and then you put it. Blah blah blah. What? Candy said that on like the first or second season oh of her God. being on Atlanta. You don't remember that? I know every gynecologist in Atlanta was like, bitch, are you crazy? <laughs> Mimi was like, I'm not putting no sugar, no, sugar corn not, syrup, no. None condensed of those milk. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that's a great way to get some condensed milk coming out your vagina. Like, Ew, gross. <laughs> when I tell you that I'm sitting there with my lack of pussy knowledge, <laughs> like, look at the like, Candy, that seems wrong. Like, that seems like... <laughs> That seems like the wrong thing to do. It is. It sounds like something that, like, honestly, it sounds like hood rat folklore that they like just kind of pass around to you and your friends till somebody 
eventually finds out to do better. Um, so I'm reading on Rhymes with Snitch that she has filed trademarks for sex toys and entertainment services. Um, page six wrote Amber Rose and Mother. That's the name of her company. Okay. <laughs> Registered <laughs> for electric massage appliances, namely electric vibrating massager, inflatable life-size dolls used in sexual activity. All bald. I mean, I don't. Okay. I guess they would be. Anyway. Sure. <laughs> sex toys, sex toys in the nature of edible underwear. Probably just these? every kind of sex toy you could think of. Artificial penises, enlargeners. Dildos, okay. Enlargeners. <laughs> Oh, like a penis pump? I just said that word wrong, yes. Vibrators, ben, Benoit balls. Okay. I've heard of those. That sounds like 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 I would... It sounds delicious. Like, it sounds like... It sounds like something you can order. Like a foreign at dish like a that Thai I would restaurant. like. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, this is Ooh, good. the Benoit balls. Okay, so with a little peanut sauce on right, top. Right, yes. <laughs> no, I think, like, one goes in your butt and the other one goes in your... Okay. you have another hole. You know what? 2018. I all think. About new I don't things. really know. Set it up, mother. Send me the link. No, I'm not buying any sex toys from Burroughs. But this seems, you know, right on. It's on brand. On brand, yes. Definitely is. Much more so than a line of candy. Or a television show. Or an album. So (laughs) I'm just so glad that that's not it. This is smart. So good for you. Yeah. Did you see Mariah Carey put out tea merchandise? (laughs) What? If you go to Mariah's, I already bought my t shirt and a coffee mug. There's a t-shirt of Mariah with a picture of her drinking tea with hashtag got my tea or something like that. Did you see her tweet at the Golden Globes? I heard there would be tea here or something yes. like that. Yes. Like she's, it's her thing now. She's Mariah Carey is simply being rich and having fun. And once you get into it, right. you will have fun too. Once you just decide to go along on Mariah's ride, then it's nothing but joy the whole time. <laughs> it's a blast. There's a t-shirt that's in color and one that's in black and white. And I got the one in color and the coffee cup. I oh, didn't have to get the mug. If there are any left, I'm buying this. I'm sure there are. Like once I'm we sure take a break. Are, but yeah. I was told there would be tea. <laughs> just... The caption says, lambs know the struggle. <laughs> Our black ass. Treat yourself with the I was told there would be tea mug. Please note this will be printed on demand. Oh, see? So you can definitely order it. bucks. I'm yeah. getting one, Yeah, Mariah. no, you have to. You have <laughs> like, to get to it. <laughs> I'm buying it. I'm probably going to get this fucking shirt, too. <sighs> I love her. Oh, my goodness. The gays are going to, like, you should just have this. Even if you don't see it. This fucking shirt that says, I was told there would be tea yeah. with a teacup on it. Yeah. That's just like. It's just a good shirt. A general lifestyle <laughs> statement. She's smart. Her people are smart. They, they do that just, together fast. And now it's up, you know, and we'll just go ahead and pay for Monroe's pedicures, I guess. I mean. For 2018. Because <laughs> I definitely already gave Mariah my money. Um. What else is going on here? So Cardi B's nigga still cheating on him, cheating on her. <sighs> all right. Well, all the same things I said last week. I mean them this week. I feel no differently about <laughs> this. The only thing is she keeps talking about it. Yeah. Like we said, you know, she's not used to just letting people talk and just letting that be that. Like she still wants niggas <laughs> to shut up. But it's like, at this point, you are so famous and so popping right now that people are not going to shut up. They are just going to constantly be in your Twitter mentions and in your Instagram comments with their opinions about your life. So you kind of have to adjust to the fame, not the other way around. It seems like at this point, she's going through it and she's like 
from whatever I saw that she tweeted about it's her decision to make and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, I guess, still deciding whether or not she wants to leave this nigga. And I just feel like Cardi B, she just leaving know, nobody. right. Cardi B, know that if you want to stay with your cheating ass nigga, mm-hmm. you will be in plenty of company. Yeah. Most of these girls, to be honest. Including the ones talking about you mm-hmm. are typing that hate. <laughs> Right next to the nigga that's <laughs> cheating on them all the time. Or in fact, not next to the nigga because he's currently cheating on the bitch. Like, but when he come back, right. I'll be right next to a nigga lying to me right now, girl. The only difference is that you can buy yourself nice things. Right. Like Quad when she took Toy's ass down to that motherfucking that car dealership. Oh my god. And bought that G Wagon. Oh my god, yes. I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Married to medicine, uh, we're pulling over just briefly. Oh, that's my show. It is so good. It is. Like, just all around, it is like a solid. I'm really mad at this Friday night bullshit. They need to quit playing with that. Like, don't, please do not play Married to Medicine like that. Put them right back on Sundays. Honestly, they should be on before Atlanta Housewives, but I will settle for being right after. I'm okay with it. Do not try to kill Married to Medicine, uh, Andy, because it is one of your best projects. Please. (laughs) Like, it really is. It's got all the mess in the shade of all of the other ones, but you also get to see these black women really Mm -hmm. like. Like exercising in their profession as fucking doctors, right. you get to see them like like do procedures and and sit down Talk with their patients, patients of and, all different right. kinds, and like that balanced with the yes. mess <laughs> and the fact that I feel like these women actually. Our do friends. speak to each other and right. are friends off camera. Right. It is a solid reality show. It really is. Thank you. It's not just people who want to be famous that are just going to do yeah. and say whatever they it can. Is, it feels the least scripted <laughs> out of most of the reality shows that Any I of the watch. ones I watch, yeah. I feel like they, you know, set up events for them to be there, but the conversation is enforced. The dialogue is real. The hate is real. <laughs> heavenly ass. I go back and forth between like loving heavenly and being like, I swear I wish I could just like slap the shit up. She's one of those people who just has really like a really rough exterior. And I feel like she feels like, like a lot of the stuff that she says is not, she's either testing new people or she's saying it from like a place where she's not trying to be like mean or malicious or whatever. You have to be like when she said that shit. Exactly. That's the thing. (laughs) I think that her actual friends know how to do with it. When she said that shit to quad about that baby, when they were talking about, I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> she just got up and walked away. And right. the new girl argued with her. Like, Quad was going to come back and keep it moving. Because she know I'm She's not like, going to argue with I'm not doing that with Heavenly. Heavenly says stuff that anybody else would get cussed out for. But niggas try not to go there with Heavenly. But if somebody do go there with Heavenly, then all of a sudden she's like, well, I don't know what's wrong with this crazy bitch talking to me crazy. She is reacting to your crazy. <laughs> but she never really seems to get that far. She never seems to see like... Oh, okay. Like I am actually instigating these confrontations, and if I didn't talk to all people, be instigating shit. but she talks to people crazy. Yeah, she does. I'm and not they keep that trying to tell that. her, like, girl, you cannot talk you to people like they are. Alora, because Alora actually reads her. Alora, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot talk Allura to people like, like you are hang Allura. on a sec, right. Doc Heavenly, <laughs> because you over here bullshitting, and I will just go get my daddy. <laughs> And honestly, Alora looks like she's not too far from a degree right now. You know what? I re- I truly believe she's so smart. But like, if she doesn't, 
she's going to pick up some of her mother's more negative characteristics if they don't nip that in the bud soon. So all this Jesus and she be talking about and hooting and hollering about the Lord working on her and she too holy to even go into a voodoo shop. It's making her spirit nervous and all this. She went in there, but that homegirl was talking about bringing stuff back and praying over. And I was like, you know what? I agree. (laughs) I was just, that's the line for me as well. But like heavenly might be the least Christian, you know, and no. I do that. Yes. Like the way you right. act and all this versus the way you talk about Jesus, but like your walk She's don't trying. reflect it. She cut herself off but in the middle of that if last year. Your walk don't reflect your talk, then you need to adjust your talk. She cut herself off in the middle of that last year, Mama to Mariah. Okay, you don't get points for that. She does not get points for that. She's She talked to Contessa crazy. She wouldn't call her Contessa. She kept calling her Contessa. Like, you know, good and damn well. That lady name is... funny. No, see? That's what I'm saying. I don't like her. It's a back and forth with Heavenly where you like... Sometimes <laughs> it's funny or whatever. And then sometimes you're like, girl, you're too old to be acting True. like this. That party that she threw for Miss Renee who left. <laughs> what? Contessa. Did you see the last episode? Oh, no. Okay, never Damn. mind. Okay, yeah, no, don't ruin it. Anyway, so. Oh, no, I started watching it, but I didn't finish. Finish Okay. It. All right, all the right. The party <laughs> was a mess. Next on, oh, yeah. So Cardi B, you know, good luck with all of the, Do you want to discuss your friend's new video and song? Do I have a friend with a new video and song? We're talking about Cardi B and Bruno Mars. <laughs> Isn't it so cute, you guys? It was so adorable. I love Cardi's verse on it. I love the fact that it was a big, you know, paying respect and homage to In Living Color moment, which was obvious from the very beginning. I can't yes. believe anybody was confused about yeah. that. But then the fact that they made it super clear at the end. Right. Like when they did the whole bit with the paint and all of that yeah. stuff, I was like, oh shit, In Living Color. But I didn't expect for him this nigga to break set. out the whole set right. and have fly girls and, <laughs> and shit. fly niggas and all that. <laughs> I really enjoyed the video. I thought it was perfect for the song because finesse does sound so much like very uh, 90s. that 90s yes. type of era sort of thing so I really enjoyed it um, and I love Cardi's verse on it so I know how you feel about Bruno I don't know I like you know Eddie Winslow Bruno more than Jerome you can't just Jerome. say a nice thing you can't just I, say like, a nice I, it's it's easier on the palate for me you like cross colors that. Eddie Winslow that's way better Carl Kanai jump, Eddie Winslow jump. like I can do that <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of that you know I can't I can't give and it still is so gimmicky to me that it's kind of hard to enjoy but I really like the song and I do I like it. the video a lot um and it made me actually finish his album wow look at that um, but I just I still can't so you didn't enjoy the album then no I I the thing is, I listened to 24 Karat Magic the first time. I think I probably stopped at Finesse. Okay. Um, And it was like, I, I don't hear it. Because to me, it's like, I can recognize it as good music because it obviously is sung well and produced very well and nostalgic and all of that. Right. But after a while, it just sounded like somebody who's selling, like, karaoke. I mean, there's it's literally only nine tracks, but it's fine. I'm just... I'm Again. taking this from you because this is, like, the nicest thing I've ever heard you say about Bruno Mars. <laughs> So this is great. I want all of you to have a good time. I, you didn't like Cardi's verse? I thought it was so fun and cute. What? I didn't say I didn't like it. Oh. I like the song. All well, of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The whole song. I purchased the remix. It's really cute. I love the video. I love what Cardi did with it. I thought that she looked so fucking cute in that video. She did. It was like... She looked really adorable. Ridiculous. She was so. just so, so cute. But so. I'll throw some perm on your attitude. Girl, you, Girl, you better to relax. relax. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
you what you got to do. 50 Cent is promoting a new film called Den of Thieves. No, that he no, is. no. Okay. No, no. Because no. what did he do? Say something dumb? I'm sure that was it. Dumb and petty. <laughs> um, Gerard Butler is in it. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in it. Okay. He's a cute one. All of my things. Just... He can have all of my things. Oh, yeah. He does fit right in with your type, don't he? Mm. <laughs> Not the shoulder shimmy. It's cute. Anyway, so 50 Cent was on fucking uh, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne asked him why he's always calling uh, Diddy gay. And he... I'm so tired of homophobic niggas. He said that there was a time where uh, Puff said that he was going to take 50 shopping. And he took offense to it. And then he just says fruity shit all of the time and doesn't know that he's saying. Fruity is the word he used. Yeah, no, I know. Um, just him being petty also, it's, it's almost like, like how Mariah is rich and has fun, like the evil version of it. Right. His fun is mean spirited. <laughs> it's <been> petty. <laughs> right. Whereas Mariah's fun is more like, I'm Mariah Carey and the rest of you and, are just not. And that's it. Like, <laughs> I'm Whereas 50s is just ignorant. What you, fruity? Niggas are still saying fruity. I guess they are now. Wow. I feel like it's been nonstop over the past week of like ignorant homophobic niggas saying something, ignorant homophobic niggas saying something else that I'm, I'm just like so, so tired. So, but it's been fuck 50 cent for a long time, for a long time. I haven't like given a fuck about him sincerely in years. So <laughs> that's <laughs> at this point I'm like, Oh really? He said something stupid. He called Diddy fruity because he said, let's hang out. Let's, <laughs> Let's go to the mall. Really? That's that's gay? He didn't say, oh, let's put, you know, each other's dicks in each other. We didn't, that, that didn't come up. It was just, let's hang out and be friends. And that was homosexual to you. <laughs> okay. All right, nigga. <laughs> Too much time in jail, I guess. Uh, uh, where else are we going here? Cardi B, Bruno Mars, and SZA to perform at the 2018 Grammy Awards. Yes, SZA do broken clocks for me and Obama. <laughs> Obama said that's his song. That is my song as well, Obama. Ooh, me too. I'd be in the living room going in. Garden's my favorite. Just, I can't, ooh, uh-uh. Mine is definitely Broken Clocks and The Weeknd. When she said, you're going to make me late to work again, I just felt like, what a mood. What a mood. <laughs> Especially because it comes right in the middle of like, niggas, niggas, stressing, da-da-da, going back and forth, conflict, struggle, and then you're going to make me late to work. Like, yep. You already know what it is. You about to do that. Because when you get to that point, it's like... <sighs> I've been there. Holy shit, wait. I'm actually on top of you getting on my motherfucking nerves. <laughs> I'm about to be late to work. Uh, I'm just so I glad just me you. and the, the real president of the United States have that in common. That we just love it. Um, 50 Cent also threatened... No, there can't be more Joe 50 cent notes. What? Oh, God. Oh, I don't care about this. Okay, never mind. Oh, fuck her. Um, America's Top Model is back. Mm, okay. And, oh, do you want to talk about Genuine? What Genuine do? So Genuine is on Celebrity Big Brother, I guess, in the UK. Yeah, I don't think that airs in America, does it? You know what? I don't think it's an American show. Okay. 
So, uh, oh God, hold on. Let me make sure that I'm going to say this person's name right. Okay. So uh, one of the cast members on the show is a woman named India Willoughby. Okay. Uh, India is trans. So at some point in the uh, uh, during the taping, oh, no. they were t- please no. They were. I mean, it's not funny. They were. Um, having a discussion of how difficult it can be for uh, women like her to date as transgender women because men. Niggas, right. So, um, <laughs> right. Genuine is sitting right next to her. I want to say, is this Courtney Act that is also on here? Um, so they're having this whole discussion. Genuine looks as lost is anybody like <laughs> like this is the first time he's heard about transgender people just trying to like figure out what is going on in okay. this conversation oh lord but at some point india says to him uh you know like you know you're attracted to women right i am a woman therefore in theory at least i'm paraphrasing right you would date me right or something, and like, kind of like, she like, like half ass followed what she was saying or whatever. And then she kind of like reached around him at one point, and she's like, So let's have a kiss then. And he like turned. Oh, from Lord. Her. Oh, Lord. Um, so she literally was like, Let's kiss. Now, here's the thing I feel like just from me watching it, okay. that she was attempting to prove a point when she did that. Like, I don't think that she really intended to kiss him or wanted for him to kiss her. I think that she was simply trying to express the frustration and the struggle in the dating world as a trans woman and the ignorance behind a lot of it. And I believe Courtney Act was the one who said something, you know, basically about basically saying that men look cisgender dumbass heterosexual men look at transgender women as men and like that they're gay for being or possibly gay for being attracted to a trans woman and oh I would never because I'm not gay although that is not even almost how that works right and so again as this is going on you can see the clocks like slowly turning And genuine, and I'm looking at him, and I was like, "At least he's listening." Because I, I, for me, I don't want to villainize genuine in this situation or whatever. But at the same time, I want, like, I was appreciative of the moment because I want for more people, black, white, male, female, gay, straight, trans, whatever, to listen to these conversations right. and how they work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that before you come out on the other side of it, just Because niggas will jump to being defensive immediately without hearing what the person, the transgender person actually has to say. Right. So I get that. I just, so... Now people are mad at genuine. Okay. I was about to say, so what happened as a result of her being like, let's have a kiss and him being like, ooh, no, just kidding. <laughs> she was obviously like uh, hurt by it. Really? And, like, uh, but again, I don't think because genuine rejected her. I think that it was more of like a frustration in the moment of how... But who just kisses random women? But I mean, <laughs> I get it. Like what I'm saying. Like, like I probably would not have 
kiss <laughs> a random person just to make their point because no. I don't just kiss people like right. I'm not just gonna do that even if I see a nigga that I'm attracted to and he was like come on let's kiss I would be like nigga like wait me. hold on like, a wait, second wait, bro I don't know you <laughs> like maybe I had questions I wanted to ask you first but again personally I feel like <laughs> it wasn't about I want to kiss you and you don't want to kiss me and I'm so hurt it was more of like I'm trying to prove a point that you're not even comfortable with me having my arm around you like right. this but you're attracted to women. I am a woman, but this trans thing is, is like... It's the... like, right. So just kind of bringing awareness, like the feeling, that uncomfortable feeling is what you need to sit with and unpack. Like, why and do figure, you feel right. that way? I just want from people to like... Because it's almost certainly internalized homophobia. Definitely. <laughs> it's almost certainly. And you know why? Because I've lived the majority of my life in Miami, Florida. I've been to the beach and other places and see you, you niggas pushing up on the girls. Well, and then when you find out that they're trans, you mad at them. Nigga, I'm minding my business. <laughs> right. Walking in my new shoes and looking sickening. <laughs> you're attracted to me because you're attracted to women. I'm a woman. Right. This is the female form, bitch. It just so happens that this is yeah. another part of what my life is or what my journey has been. Right. And it's like, before you just say, well, I'm not attracted to trans women, but I'm attracted to women or whatever, figure out what that means, or at least be open to right. having like the conversation and actually digesting right. the stuff. Because I myself am still trying to figure out a lot of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think a lot of people are, and it's okay to say that, but if you have questions, it's important to ask questions respectfully and with as little ignorance as possible, because people do not want to have to constantly defend themselves. And niggas will throw questions at you in a hateful, terrible way and be like, well, I'm just trying to learn. And it's like, but you're trying to learn from a real human being. And people get tired of right. constantly having to defend themselves. And you would think niggas would understand that because we are always tired of having to justify our humanity to white people. But we act like we can't understand that very basic thing. So I see I definitely see what you're saying. I feel for her with the whole like the, the kiss thing, because I would hate for her to feel like you know, rejected for being trans, especially when they were having this whole conversation about how hard it is to date while being trans. I'm just saying, I understand not kissing some random person that you don't know. I do as well. I'm just, I so also it's feel just like, like it was but a this is a complicated, complicated right. right? It's mm -hmm. it's more complicated than just, oh, I'm not going to kiss you because the reason isn't just, I don't know you. Maybe if she was like, I don't know, some super fine cis woman and she was like, oh, you know, give me a kiss. Then he would have been all about it. I don't really maybe know. Maybe he still wouldn't have. Right. And genuine so, I have a girlfriend. And genuine maybe Genuine would have been like, look, I just don't be kissed. I have a very strict Listerine routine. Mono. <laughs> I just don't do that. Flu season. That's how I feel, right? I'm just not trying to get sick off right. of nobody. So it's, right, it's more complicated than that, but it's definitely true that people need to start having like more real conversations about the bias that trans people face in society because that reflects in dating. So. And truly being receptive about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing to be ignorant. It's another thing to be willfully ignorant. Like, right. I can say that I'm ignorant to a lot of things that are, you know, a lot of struggles that take place mm -hmm. just in the transgender community. But I want to learn because I want for these people to live happy, free lives and feel loved and feel feel safe and feel like they have the same rights as everybody else. Right. But I don't, I'm not just saying that because that's the, you know, I feel like I have morals and home training. Like I'm genuinely want to hear these conversations and have like whatever education I can about right. it so that I can apply that to my actual life and way of living right. and be like a part of something good in whatever small way, rather than just being like, you know, like, 
like for instance, I watched Dave Chappelle's last special on Netflix and was again disappointed because he made trans jokes and a lot of the jokes, like I get it, they're jokes. And he says, you know, I feel like, you know, transgender people should have, uh, you know, the same safety and whatever and whatever as everybody else. But I also don't know that I feel like a lot of, like at first it felt like, he may have learned something from yeah, the last I thought special, maybe that too. And then it just went completely left. Right. After I saw him at Radio City, I was like, so this wasn't much better, but it was better. Mm-hmm. And so I thought the next thing he does, you know, he's going to have evolved even further past this. And then, then everybody was like, uh, no, Not I can't really. do it with Dave Chappelle. Because even if you're saying, oh, I believe, you know, trans people shouldn't be denied jobs or housing opportunities or whatever, but here go a bunch of really transphobic jokes. Like, they're not just jokes when you're Dave Chappelle and this is being broadcast on Netflix and people use those jokes as justification to kill trans people, right. hurt them, stalk them, deny them opportunities to just live a safe and productive life in society like the rest of us do. So, And simply saying that, well, I just, you know, basically wish everybody the best and want everybody to have equal rights, but then not really doing much or saying much to reflect that it right. kind of just makes it like if invalid. Dave Chappelle was trans these jokes would be it would be totally different like I think it's much different if you are a member of the marginalized community that is getting talked about absolutely I mean it's just like with a, I hate to keep bringing up us and white people but I was going there anyway. nigga jokes coming from niggas are much funnier in a t- entirely different way than, oh, uh, you know, black people can never be on time. Dirty pack of niggers. <laughs> it's like you're hearing that from Bill Burr or whatever. You're not going to be like, ah, I not- just started watching The Office. All of a right? sudden, it's not so funny. <laughs> just started watching The Office. Please no spoilers, y'all. Like, I, it's nine seasons. Spoilers. And I'm too. Like, it's it's basically like a million other shows that are on now, but I guess, whatever. I was okay. watching The Office. Okay. One of the first few episodes I saw was when Michael Scott, what is his name? I don't know Steve Carell's name. Oh. character is Michael Scott. Oh, okay. He <laughs> got like in trouble or they had to do some sort of like, what are the fucking group meetings called? Like, like a mediation? Yeah, you know, for like when they do those things in the office after somebody does something racially offensive. Oh, like an HR training type of thing? Right. Okay. They had to do something like that because this nigga told a joke, (laughs) the joke that Chris Rock tells about the difference between black people and niggas. He told that joke in the office doing Chris Rock's voice because of how funny he thought it was and didn't realize that the whole meeting that they were having was because of him doing that. Oh, my God. So it's like, I just, you saying that for whatever reason brought that up. But you're exactly right. It's the exact same thing. It's the same thing. And that, like. You are not one of those people. So you don't get to turn their pain into a joke. Period. And your comfort in, like saying whatever and doing little to no work to back it up is also the exact same thing that white people do to us. Like, <laughs> even white people who are like, there's plenty of white people who listen to this fucking show and feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just doing my part and I'm not racist because I love this. And yes, white people are trash. <laughs> but you go to, you know, your mom's house, your daddy's house, they racist as fuck. You don't say nothing to them. Right. You don't have no conversation with your racist ass grandma or co-workers or best friends or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So what work are you actually doing to help anybody? You don't even really challenge your own thinking too much further past what we say. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's basically, and I didn't realize we had homophobic people listening to this show either until a couple of days ago when mm-hmm. I was talking about this Nipsey Hustle story on the internet and so many people were just like, 
don't really understand the issue. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, first of all, you wouldn't. But that's not the correct response to this. Like, you're not gay. So maybe you should listen to what gay people have to say about it and then reflect on your own behaviors. Like, think about yourself, girl. Why is it that you think you can say X, Y, Z about gay people or say, well, I don't agree with homosexuality, but I still respect gay people. What makes you think you can say that out your mouth and people don't have the right to be like, excuse you, bitch, that don't make no sense. That's my read. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Let me shut up. Are we done? Yeah. So we're done with Ollie Hot Tops and the 40 Bottoms this week. (laughs) We're going to take a break and be right back. Okay, so we're back and it's time for our listener letters. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. I was trying to find... Okay, you know what? Let's just go right here because I can find it later. So our first question mm, 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 comes from Zora. Okay. Zora says, I'm a 22-year-old college student graduating in the spring with all of my ducks in a row for life after college. Congratulations. My boyfriend and I have been in a relationship for two years. He's also 22 and graduating a year after me. He's respectful, funny, and has been there for me through some very hard times in my life. The problem is that after two years, his parents still don't know that that I exist. He's Congolese and I'm African-American. About three months into our relationship, he told me that it wasn't the right time to meet his parents because they are strict Africans and would want him to focus on school. So meeting his parents was postponed till the end of that summer in 2016 when his internship was done. He has already met my mama, sister, niece, nephews, and cousins by the time a year rolled around. In my mind, if a man doesn't introduce you to his parents, then that's a sign that he doesn't take the relationship seriously. And it didn't help with my mama constantly saying that Africans think they're better than black Americans. And having her pressure me about whether I've met his parents. (laughs) I've always had to lie about that. I know I'm only 22, but I'm not in a relationship just for fun. I see it as a possibility to result in marriage without meeting his parents or having their approval. Even getting to this point is impossible. One day last summer, he initiated a very serious conversation and told me that he doesn't think he would be able to give me what I want, which is marriage. The real reason is that his parents don't approve of him dating an African-American woman. They flat out said that they would not accept it. What's crazy is that one of his uncles and one of his aunts are each married to white people. So dating white people is okay, but a black woman is unacceptable. A few days before, his 26-year-old sister tried to introduce her boyfriend of two years to their parents, and they absolutely refused to meet him. I guess he must be black American, too. It became a huge argument with the parents having all the aunties try to call and talk the sister out of it. At this point, I'm furious as how as how to immigrant as how immigrant black people talk down about African-Americans as if we aren't all black. And now I've spent a year and a half with someone I'm in love and his parents might even might not even approve of our relationship. He said he's been trying to wake them up and change their opinions, but still they don't see him dating. They don't see it for him dating me. We made a timeline to solely introduce me to his parents by the end of 2017 as a friend, but it's 2018 and that clearly didn't happen. What should I do now that I've brought up this concern to him and year after year there has been no progress made toward his parents meeting me as his girlfriend? Is this even something I should be concerned about? It's 2018 and this is still on my mind. I don't want to be strong along in a four or five year long relationship only for him to never introduce me to his parents and it end. I don't want to waste my time, but it also hurts to think about ending it over his parents when all else has been going so well. Thanks, Zora. Break up with that <laughs> nigga. Oh, so the thing is, last summer he told you he was not going to marry you. That should have been, okay, let me get my things. Right. And I think it hurts. 
It should. That's fine. And you are kind of holding on to the... He's giving you some hope also. But he said he's not... He cannot... He told you, like, I can't give you what you want because my parents don't agree with me dating a black American woman. And he did not turn around and then say, but "But fuck what they got to say. Right. (laughs) Thank you. He is choosing his parents' feelings about the situation over his feelings for you, which... Even though they're fucked up and not the choice I would make. They're trash. Is understandable because his parents have had so much influence over him all of his life. So I get that he still wants to please them. Y'all are still really young, but you are still young. So if I were you, I would cut my losses now. It's new year, new you, new nigga, new dick. Hello, hello, hello. You can find somebody who is not ashamed to be with a black American woman because there is nothing wrong with us. Let me tell you something. If you leave that nigga right now... I'd say, like, make sure you're eating good, getting your vitamins and yeah. water intake. Yeah. Midsummer, you be cool. Do it now, because if trying to do it in February, you're going to be sick thinking about it on Valentine's Day. Didn't say where they live, did they? Uh, no. If I'm assuming, I'm let, if it's cold where you're at, and I mean, it's just been freezing everywhere. I mean, that's most <laughs> so of the country, like, right. <laughs> like, go ahead and set the mood with the moment. Leave that nigga now and grieve through these, you know, however many cold weeks we've got left. So then by the time summertime comes out, you can go to brunch right. and have a couple of celebratory um You'll be mimosas. good by the time the whole season roll around. That's girl. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. prepare yourself now so that by the time the sun comes out and the buns come out, right. that you're, you know, in formation. Don't break up in April, May, because then you're going to spend your whole summer heartbroken. That's not the way to do it. All your friends out dating and, you know. you just at home crying. Controller come on and watch they're backing it, snap. it up. <laughs> and you just said In the middle of your cran vodka. Don't do don't it do to it. yourself, right. I would leave this nigga and I get it. Like, here's the thing. You said something that is really important that I'm going to get to. But first of all, um, you have plenty of time. You are very young. Do not allow for like a, a big ass chunk of your 20s to be you following this hope bullshit, which is right. what I was, I was going to get to. <laughs> like that niggas, niggas will be like, I can't be with you for X, Y, and Z reason, right? Mm-hmm. And then they'll get into the door and they'll just leave a little crack open. Like just, <laughs> and then just be looking at you through it, like right. trying to see what you're going to do. You I'm still right here if you will and accept my bullshit exceptions. Like there's, they'll always leave just a little bit of confusion yeah. there so that you've got just a tiny bit of your heart yeah. still clinging to that hope that things will get to where they want to. If his parents are the way that they're, if, if they are Lord. looking at his love life or his relationships the way that they are right now, odds are their opinions are not going to change. And it doesn't sound to me like he has any intention of doing what you would need him to do, which is what Crystal said. Be like, fuck that. I'm going <laughs> right. to date you anyway. We're going to get married anyway. And they conceive. Right. He's not going to do that at all. So you're going to constantly feel inadequate, unappreciative. You're going to feel like trash for being black, although he black and they black. <laughs> it's just... Why do all of that? You can leave that nigga right, right now. Right there, right and find now, girl. You, another you will nigga. graduate and be happy. Like, don't drag this out. This thing, like, do not drag it out. If you say to him, listen, it is straight up an ultimatum. Either I'm meeting your parents and you're telling me, you know, like, they're going to be made aware that you are dating a black American woman or I'm out of here. 
I mean, and he's already told you what the choice is, so really yeah. I wouldn't even do that. I, thank you. Because what I really don't want to do is marry into a family full of black people who feel like white people are like better than me. Like you legit feel white a white person so, is superior to I am. At to, Thanksgiving to am. Or, or Christmas, <laughs> whatever the family gatherings are, you want from your parents oh, no. to be side-eyeing oh, no. my black ass oh, no. while uh-uh. I'm looking at these two white bitches? Yeah. I wouldn't no. marry this man because of his family. <laughs> Thank you. There's so many reasons. Thank you. Like, I was almost saying, like, if you were, if he was to be like, fuck it, I'm going to marry you anyway, and y'all could, you know, do the whole rebellious thing and be in love and make it work, mm-hmm. but then you would still, you would have to still deal with his yeah. his family and them not liking you. You have this nigga's kids, and then your, your fucking kids are having grandkids that's oh, racist. See, like, no, right. And then what type of shit are they going to say to your babies? To your babies. babies about their American <laughs> ass mama and their American ass side. Like, they live here. Everybody don't live in... What was... I forgot the country Congolese, that she said. She I said. think she said, right. So they don't... It's not like everybody lives over there or anything. Like, they live in America and they have these internalized beliefs about black Americans. And if you really think... If your black ass is so obsessed with white people that you think white people are a better option for your kids to date than a black person because they're American, then you're just, I don't need to be in your family. I don't. So if I were you, I would save myself that heartache also because who wants to fight with your in-laws all your life? Look. (laughs) Hell no. Think of a breakup like going bungee jumping or some other like fun like a roller coaster or something like yeah. it's just you just got to get over that first time yeah. just jump I don't believe in that you marry <coughs> somebody and and you got to marry their family and deal At with their mama's dumb shit child when you can find a nigga who's not aggravated and doesn't have aggravating okay. parents and, and, listen and if your daddy is annoying and ignorant and a dumbass <laughs> and says something stupid or crazy or disrespectful to me he's getting it right back your mama too and your sisters and brothers and aunties can all get it as well. Every single <laughs> one of them. I'm going to cuss out everybody but the dog before I leave. I'm coming to every family event <laughs> in sweats and fucking sneakers. See, right. I can't do I that. I can't do it. I'm not going to be arguing with my in-laws all my life. Your mom can get the fuck out of my face. At Easter dinner in a tracksuit. Oh, uh, fuck out of here. Because I just never know if I'm going to have to clock one of y'all square between. Yes, I do have a blade behind my ear. And what would you like to make about Because I'm one of them black Americans. Because <laughs> I'm one of them ghetto black what we Americans. do, us niggers. <laughs> How dare y'all? Them white people you love so much is looking at you the same way they looking at us. Just so you know. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Good luck to you, Zora girl, because I just could not. Leave him. Our next question comes from Danielle. She says, my fiance and I have been together for four years and are currently living separately while I finish school. We plan on moving in together this year, but we have a problem. I'm an animal lover and I decided that I want to get a snake, but he doesn't want me to. He never (laughs) your face. Mm -mm. He never expressed any disdain for snakes in the past, but when I brought it up, but when I brought it up, he all of a sudden can't stand them. I have done extensive research on snakes, and they are pretty perfect pets with a bad reputation. I know it's not an extreme fear of his because he's been around one before, but for some reason, he doesn't like them. He's brought up many concerns that I've shut down with facts, but he just can't get over it. He wouldn't even have to look at the snake if he doesn't want to. The thing that bothers me the most is that he isn't even open to me getting one. I wouldn't just go out and buy one without him being on board because it will be our place together, and I value his I value our relationship, but this is frustrating. This would make me happy, and he should want that, right? Should I just give up on my dream of owning a snake? Do you think there's any way of convincing him? 
I thought this was so cute because there could be a million great reasons to have a snake for a pet and I still would not allow one in my home. Hello. <laughs> like, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm with your boyfriend on this. I don't give a fuck. Hell fucking no. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a family that I feel honestly blessed that I was Americanized enough that they allowed, like, maybe my third dog to live in the house with us. Oh, wow. I never got that opportunity. Like, my dogs both lived outside. Out, the, the, the first dirt. two dogs that I had lived outside. And my first dog actually died because my grandmother, like, it was an accident. <laughs> She like tied like its leash to something oh, outside. No. She didn't do anything wrong. Like the dog was just like tied itself up by accident yeah. and choked itself and died that That's way. That's tragic. So I don't know. Maybe that was like, I don't know what it was because I was like a. Yeah. Had it been before ten, I was devastated. So they were like, okay. The so next maybe one can come like the next one. we won't do that again. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> with that being the stock that I come from, I still don't believe in much past a dog or cat being in my house. Yeah, no, I really don't. Things in cages are okay as far as like fish. Fish or, are fine. Um, I'm done. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. Uh, maybe are there fun birds? You know what? Maybe a bird. No. no, there aren't any fun birds. My little brother had a cockatiel, I think that they were. Okay. I hated that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just talkative. Oh my, every fucking day sounded like Jumanji. Yeah. Shut up. I just, just be quiet. I cannot, I'm sorry, girl. I cannot have a snake. My friend Shamika. <laughs> Shamika had such a fear of snakes that she got this magazine one time, Seventeen or Glamour or something like that, and she was scrolling through it, and some advertiser had a snake in the ad, and she was like, "Ooh!" and ripped the page out. <laughs> she's reading it some more, and yes. there's another snake in another ad, and she threw the whole magazine away. I don't <laughs> like serpents. She was like this magazine. I don't know what's wrong with with them when it's April 2008 issue, but this is trash. They're like kids and motherfuckers who be like, oh, I want a tarantula. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, I don't think so. Nothing that can get out and then come slide all over my face while I'm asleep. Candace had a snake. See? Candace had a snake. I feel like the snake's name was Brody. And how does she, were they like friends? Did she take it out and like pet it? And like played with it and took pictures. You can play with a snake? Of... Can you train it to do stuff? I mean, I don't know. But like she would like hold it and wrap it around her arm. Uh, no, and, I can't. And I feel like we went over to her house one time and she was like, I don't know where he went. Like he's not in the cage. I can I only seen handle garden What snakes. the fuck you mean he's not in the cage <laughs> oh, and no. you have not seen him? Oh, no. <laughs> Excuse, Excuse me? me, bitch. I can... So I'm going to leave. <laughs> right? Like. Let let me know when you've locked him back when up. When you're ready to burn this place down, <laughs> Because when I tell you I'm setting my place on fire. <laughs> right. Bitch, please. So I'm, I, I am cannot so sorry, girl. It. I cannot be. I hate to be on a man's side, but you, a snake is not coming in my house. <laughs> you and Animal Planet probably have all of the facts right and ready, and there's nothing wrong with Oh, this yeah. Or. She said she looked it all up. The best kind to keep, what they need, I'm their sure temperament, they do get a bad their maintenance. Rap. 
Right, because, you know, they make you think of nothing but scary, negative things. They're serpents. And, and, you know, right, Slytherin and all that. Satan. Just don't think good things when you see snakes. Taylor Swift. I don't even like seeing snakes in games. I don't, right, I don't like them anywhere. (laughs) But in my home, in my home, where I pay rent? So you want me to let a snake live in my house for free? No. No. I don't think so. It won't happen. (laughs) Maybe if that snake had a job. Maybe. But, but no, a snake can't live in my house for free. I'm the answer's so sorry, no. Like, I just I really wish that we could give there you There probably is a way of convincing him, but I wouldn't know it because I, I would be on his side. I'm drawing a blank. I don't have anything for you. Woo, all I right. simply agree with him. Mm, yeah, I can't do it. So I can see me being in a relationship too and getting fact after fact and just looking right back at you like that's You know fine. what? I love facts. I'm so excited to learn all these facts. I could have watched Animal Planet, but you're right here in front of my face. And that's even better. I love the Planet Earth series. (laughs) I just am not doing it. Yeah, I will watch all the documentaries about the rainforest that you want. That's cool. Keep it out. Right. There's nothing. I'm sorry. It's not coming in my house. So sorry about that, girl. So our last question, we can either pick between somebody who has a weed problem and somebody who's dealing with a uh, homophobic yet hypocritical friend. Weed. Okay. So this question comes from Hammer. (laughs) Of course it does. She said, I really hope y'all have some advice for my boyfriend before he loses his family. (laughs) Now, both of you smoke weed and from listening to the show, it sounds like you do it responsibly. Now, my boyfriend slash baby daddy, on the other hand, not so much. Okay. This man used to go pick up our 10-month-old from daycare smelling like strong weed. <laughs> Mind you, our son goes to a daycare in a white area. Of course he does. And he has gone to pick up his 9-year-old son with weed in the car and the car smelling like weed. <laughs> Fast forward to last month, I found out he had been lying to me about where he was going and that he was still smoking. Now, I really couldn't care less that he smokes, but the fact that he is not responsible about it, lies and sneaks around, pisses me off. Right. In early December, when I found out he was lying, I told him enough was enough. It was either his 10-month-old and me or the weed. This man slept out on a cold leather couch for <laughs> a week. <laughs> I know he was looking at several blunts like... <laughs> Right. Um, but no, that wasn't enough. We got home from work Tuesday and I found and I find his bong sitting next to the kitchen sink. Like, nigga, what the fuck you was smoking? He looked at me all dumb, trying to lie. I got the piece in my hand and he's still lying. So eventually he came eventually he says he came home after he took our ten month old to daycare to so oh. So he took the ten month old to daycare and then came home on his lunch break to smoke weed. He works in corporate America at a bank, so I don't understand why that would be okay, especially since when he smokes, you can tell in his voice that he's high. So I tried to go to sleep, but something told me to look at our alarm system for the past few days and see how much he's been home. Now, see, you know what? Let me just take a sidebar right here. Black women are undefeated. Right. (laughs) Sis said, oh, really? So that's what you say you've been doing. Let me go take a look at this keypad and see who armed and disarmed my system. (laughs) You cannot lie. You're gonna get caught. <laughs> I'm catching you. This man has been home smoking since the last time we got into it and he was sleeping on the couch, so now I'm pissed. <laughs> he told me that he hadn't been smoking and that he just comes home to get lunch in the morning and to relax later on the day because he doesn't want to be at work. Yeah. I do not look stupid. And because I know he's lying, I went to go pick up a hammer and told him if he don't start telling the truth, I'm breaking all his bongs, glass pieces, his new TV, and his PlayStation. Okay, hold on. So he finally admitted... <laughs> 
that he's been coming home smoking weed and thought he could be sneaky and lie about it and that I would never notice. I noticed. I told him he has to leave. Now we only have one car and we just moved into a new apartment in October. So to be nice, I told him that Monday through Friday he can stay with me, but on the weekends he got to go to his parents' house. Jesus. Girl, do y'all think I'm overreacting about the sneaking around and lying? Do you think once October hits, our baby and me should be out, seeing as though I've given him multiple chances and he still can't get his shit together? Or do you have any words of advice for him? Anything would help. Thanks, Hammer. (laughs) Niggas, man. I don't know if you should leave him behind the weed the smoking smoking the the hiding and lying and shit is an issue Mm -hmm. and if you have to hide and lie to get high i think that's alarming i would be concerned the fact that you're going through all this to get high to get high is kind of and honestly the fact that you leave work and just be like oh i don't want to be here no more (laughs) and just i'm gonna go home and get high it's kind of like now i understand 100 percent the desire to walk out of a workplace and just go smoke weed instead because yes. who really wouldn't really yeah but you just can't do that when you have other responsibilities and shit to take care of and you know like a job that you have to do even when i come here high i try to make sure i'm not too high you know right. what I'm no like, i don't like to be so high where i'm like uh, uh so uh beyonce <laughs> right <laughs> Like, there's a limit to right. what I could come up in here acting like. You so, should be able to, if you smoke, vape, whatever it is, you should be able to <laughs> do so, like, responsibly, still handling your business and also making sure that your kids are far away from it and are safe. Right. Um, without right. even having to be asked. That should just be something that you are applying to your life because you're an adult. Because, right, and you're a parent and this you have to be more responsible than this. Right. Like if I could like just spend weeks laying down and getting fucking high and doing whatever it is I do when I'm high, Mm-mm. I probably would, you know, when I'm <laughs> God willing, I make it to a Mariah Carey level where I can just be rich and have fun. That's probably what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know? So it is what it is, but no, you absolutely are right in your frustration of this nigga lying and hiding shit from you and also lying and hiding shit from you terribly. And also, <laughs> <laughs> and also having this shit around your kids and stuff like like yeah I would say like maybe you need to talk to somebody or maybe I you need some help in weaning yourself down or right. off from your weed intake or whatever but why do you feel the need to smoke so much weed like I know my issue my issue is I get annoyed too easily my issue is I'm awake <laughs> <laughs> and the world is still existing I'm not the only one on it <laughs> It's right. just life is fucking genuinely rough. But again, if you're like leaving work every day on your your lunch break just to go get high and then go back to work and like right. you're constantly getting on your family's and lying nerves to your and wife like, or fiance, girlfriend, girlfriend, you constantly lying to your girlfriend about it. No, like you're clearly fucking up somewhere he needs along to the way. Definitely come up with some sort of uh, a set of steps or procedure or whatever I and mean, how he's going to, to right. manage his weed intake right. as well as his personal life, his life as a father, his life at work and everything else. And I would make it explicit to him like, look, I ain't trying to leave your dumb high ass. <laughs> But we need to work on, like, I will fig- help you figure out whatever it is that right. you need to do to make this work. 
for everybody, if you cannot do that and you just love weed so much, then why don't you marry it? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my baby are out. Childish. A mess. I will say this little fake punishment you gave him is trash. Yeah. <laughs> he can stay at your house Monday through Friday, but on the weekends he got to go to his parents' house? Girl, what? Sounds like you're raising a bunch of kids. <laughs> oh, it does. Hell no. So mon- so most of the days you have to put up with his lying, cheating. Ass- well, and not cheating. Send- at least he's not cheating. Right. But- and then send him to his parents? Who his what? mama probably doesn't have a problem. Well, I mean, like maybe not. But that is just, you don't. That's not a punishment. <laughs> you can stay here during the work week, and then on the weekends, you get to go away for the whole weekend, leaving you at the house with the kids by yourself. No, girl. That's all not a punishment at all. Right. All he's doing is going over there and smoking where ain't nobody yelling at him about it. Right. So, <laughs> so I would, this is not a breakup with him for me. This is a, let's figure out a way for you to still enjoy weed in a responsible manner. That, you know, fits the way most people, I think, who have kids and have full-time jobs enjoy weed, which is before work or after work. Is it Nikki that has, like, the the room, like a sunroom that she just uses? Oh, yeah. She has this, she has a screened-in patio. So it's, like, attached to her house. right, 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 right. But it's outside, and it's screened in, and it's just, like, super comfortable, and you just sit around. Yeah, you just sit around and smoke in that room, and it's... It's nothing like kids, dogs, nobody can get in there or smell it or anything else. Like you do have to be more careful about it. I also would not want my 10 month old baby just being around a cloud of weed smoke or a nigga who's hot. Like, please do not roll up in my baby daycare smelling like weed. The fuck? It shouldn't be too much to ask like my nigga have some fucking cooth. Yeah. Just a little bit of something. If, if you, whether or not you're even a parent, like if you smoke in weed, you should be doing so responsibly anyway. You don't want to be a burnt out. That's not cute on anyone. True. And you don't, you also don't want to get so fucked up that you just start saying or doing incredibly dumb shit, making like really Horrible bad decisions. decisions. Right. Which is, I mean, not as likely as it is if you drink too much, but it's still very possible <sighs> to be high all the time and just turn into a fucking moron. So there's definitely a balance here. So if I were you, I would be like, nah, nigga, you're not going to your parents on the weekends. You stand right the fuck here. Right. (laughs) And figuring your shit out on the weekends. Because come now, I would not leave before October because that's a lot. You got to have to pay the lease if you leave. (laughs) Like it's just, it's money. And I would not do that. But if he ain't figured it out by October, you didn't gave him the whole year. I I I don't know. I just it's it's complicated when people That's have fair. small kids, but it doesn't take a year to It doesn't know. take a year to stop going to the daycare high or <laughs> stop leaving work <laughs> to come home and get high and all Or this, lying. Like, right. Or yeah. lying and sneaking around about it. Like niggas make things harder than it has to be. So but good luck to you. He definitely I wouldn't say he has to quit smoking, but he definitely should straighten up the way he the way he goes about it because it sounds like he's being reckless. So send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Okay, so we're back and it is now time for the read. And I think I know what yours is. So there's a rapper named Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle's greatest uh, achievement is having baby with Lauren London. Um, Yes, I figured that out. So at some point he posted the following, uh, he posted a photo. I don't even know what event this is, but it looks like some sort of black tie affair for young black uh, boys. Lots of uh, black boys of all ages and I guess their mentors, so on and so forth. He posted the photograph with a caption that says, demonstration speaks louder than conversation. 
They're going to feed us every image of our men and boys but this one. No hyperviolent, no homosexual, no abandoners. Just strong black men and young men. Respect to my big homie at Big U1 for leading with love and intelligence. God is with us who can go against us. So. So God is with this? Not mine. But, <laughs> no, not mine either. Um, a follower responded with a comment that said, you had it right till you had it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You had it wrong. I like that. Please edit your caption accordingly and let practice. Let's practice inclusivity in 2018. Big bro, peace and blessings. Ellen Hale is the girl's name. To which Nipsey Hustle responded by saying, I ain't changing shit. I said what I said. Do your research about the agenda to emasculate the black man. Oh, God. Read the ISIS papers. I don't sympathize. <laughs> Don't sympathize with the oppressor's agenda in any shame form, oh any shape, form, God. or fashion. Peace and blessings to you as well. I haven't heard whether or not uh, Nipsey Hussle will be at the Dr. Umar Johnson rally. That's what it sounds like, don't but it? it seems like he should be. Sounds like Umar Johnson or Tariq Nasheed, somebody like that, is going to be right up his just dumbass alley. I don't know too much about Nipsey Hussle as a person, so I'm going to just sit back not much to know. through all of this. He makes rap music. Okay, sure he does. And I'm done. Fine. Um, so here are just some reasons that I'm having trouble with this foolishness. A, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. But first I will say that, first of all, you don't know if none of the people in this photograph are homosexual or will discover that they are homosexual at a certain age or what have you, because how could you possibly tell? Yeah. It is a photograph. <laughs> Why are we being lumped in with hyperviolent people and abandoners? This Mike Niggas, man. We just be minding our own business. Like And you just stuck gay in there. Minding our business. <sighs> and out of nowhere, here we gotta come again and defend ourselves as the gays. Against our own up. So, the most frustrating part about this whole shit to me is how many of you weird, brainwashed, dumbass niggas who think you're doing the right thing, talking about how you agree and he's preaching and he's saying the right thing. All y'all can hold hands, find the nearest cliff and leap. Like, if you are listening to this, find a ditch and get a blanket and just make that your home. I... I don't understand why we always have to like deal with this type of bullshit, bullshit in this like fucking ignorance all of the fucking time. What is this whole fuckery about? <laughs> like the black man needing to be represented this kind of way. Nipsey Hussle, as far as I know, you know what? I won't even say that. What I was going to say is that Nipsey Hussle does little to nothing to you know, mm-hmm. represent the image of the black man and whatever the fuck it is. But again, not a huge fan, so I won't get to assuming. Okay. What I will say is that I can tell. I mean, <laughs> there are way more of y'all representing black men in modern media than there are of us. Period. That's just first. Period. And y'all can like 
talk about killing each other. Y'all can talk about, you know, drinking codeine till you die. Yeah. Y'all can talk about uh, how women are garbage and yeah. ain't shit in their property. Y'all All can literally be rapists. Y'all can literally, like, attack and harass and, and beat women and still be supported. That's cool. Let one of these niggas put a wig on their head. And now all of a sudden we have to discuss the representation of the black man. Also, while I'm doing this, I can say a hearty fuck you to what is this girl's name? Dana Chanel, whatever that dumbass's name was, who I don't said. Know her. Um, just the first time I've heard of her was today or yesterday. But she posted some press release on um on Instagram with a photo of Blame It On Quay and some other, like, Instagram due to, okay. like, impersonate women and tell jokes and do sure. that whole thing. This is what her caption says. Well, I'll get crucified. Oh, first of all, the photos above them, it says black men leave this bullshit in 2017. It's embarrassing. And then them in these wigs. Well, I'll get crucified. But as an Afro-Latina, I truly believe it's a poor and degrading representation of the power of a black man's talent, who I am, my family and my kids will become. What? Thank you. You are actors with no apostrophe. Well, no, he didn't need one. I'm sorry. I just read you for no reason there. You are <laughs> actors capable of being the next Denzel, the next Michael B. Jordan. You are capable what? of taking your talents beyond social media. This is not cool. Propaganda at its best, destroying and feminizing the black man's God, image. So you needed one y'all. there, though, girl. This is the... <laughs> Where's your apostrophe now, bitch? Where's your apostrophe now? <laughs> This is the second place. Really? LOL, and it's disheartening. So many people support and encourage them to act like females when they are saying that this is how they see us as women and think it's funny. Now, I could go into a long tirade of all of the successful black male comedians mm-hmm. that have put on wigs Straight. and told jokes. Right. Like, I could do that. There's plenty. But I won't even... Again, I will simply discuss how annoying and frustrating it is to me to have to hear every time. Like, y'all want for niggas to be these, like, weird fucking Conan the Barbarian-ass warrior niggas that don't show one shred of, like, emotion or softness or, like, compassion in any kind of way. But when them niggas don't open up to you or can't have a conversation with your dumbasses (laughs) or whatever and you just want this nigga to love you or show you some emotion, (laughs) then you 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 heartbroken. Now you in tears. Emailing us. Why he don't love me? He don't love me. He won't be nice to me because he is following the idea of what the black man's image is supposed to be. This is why so many of you niggas are laid up with a DL nigga right now who doesn't even know what the fuck that shit means. What it like is like battling with himself every fucking day of that motherfucking shit because he doesn't want to desecrate the black man's image. You niggas can drink lean. You can act. You can play sports and cheat on your wives every day to the point where they literally be on VH1 talking about, well, as long as I don't find out, I don't see what the problem is. Black men can do whatever the black ass hell that they motherfucking want but be gay. Yeah. Leave us alone, bitch. Like, I don't even... So, Nipsey Hussle and his sentiment can fuck off. Like... Right. Just... (laughs) Like, black gay men are gonna fucking exist. Black trans women are gonna exist. And they may have been assigned male at birth, 
but they're not fucking men. So having to all of the time hear you bitches talking about, that's a man, that's a man, that's a man. But then you on the motherfucking breakfast club talking about, I want, you should tell me this and you should be forthcoming to me about this or whatever, whatever, because you just make it super easy to live my motherfucking life. All of that, I I don't even care. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Read your damn magazine, girl. (laughs) I saw as the conversation of this bullshit was taking place on Twitter. First, let me say that my Twitter experience today is three things. Uh, Retweeting funny shit or shit that's funny to me. Okay. Retweeting shit that is interesting to me. And then watching y'all argue with each other. (laughs) I am not doing it. I'm not doing it. So I saw some dumbass. Also, like, I looked at her page, too, and she happened to be from fucking Miami, Florida. So thanks for that, as if we're not dealing with the most already. And apparently, uh, Jocelyn just got a show called Jocelyn Takes Miami. So we're just having the greatest year ever. Why not just put her on Love and Hip Hop Miami? Why does she need a show? Who gives a fuck about Jocelyn Hernandez? All right. Sorry. Let me not interrupt. Bonnie Bella, hopefully. Oh, yeah, Bonnie Bella. Anyhow. What a name. One of these idiots said something like, can you disagree with homosexuality but still have respect for homosexual Mm, individuals? And I know that we have discussed this on the show before, but I would simply like to reiterate, as I saw someone tweet, I'm sorry, I don't remember your, your handle, but somebody said, you cannot disagree with someone's sexuality. The word you're looking for is disapprove. Right. And disapproving with who somebody is, that like that makes you a big. That means you do not respect me. You cannot like, disapprove you, of me as a person and be like, but I still have respect for you as a human being. Bitch, no, you don't. You, you do not. What? And you don't get to tell me, oh, yes, I do. Bitch, I just told you you don't. Like, you do not get to say that, oh, well, you know. Everything about you is cool. I respect your existence. I just, you know, the whole sexuality part of you, the whole part about who you date and love and marry and who you choose to share your life with, that part is garbage and trash. And I, (laughs) nah, gross, nasty, don't like it. But still respect you, girl. I don't agree with giving ass to lying ass, dog ass, cheating ass, trash, trifling ass niggas that ain't doing nothing but ruining your credit, running up the mileage in your motherfucking right. car, cheating on you, disrespecting you, disrespecting your motherfucking mama and the rest of your family and friends. stupid. I don't agree or approve of that, but I let y'all do it because that's your fucking business. I don't, like, you can, what? There's nothing for you to agree with. Right. Contrary to ignorance, like, <laughs> I never had a time as a toddler, a teen, or anything where somebody said, here's the straight pill and the gay pill. Which one you want? This is just going to be your lot in life. Choose wisely. Because if I did, I would probably be straight. So I wouldn't have to deal with all of the dumb shit that you bitches say on a daily, regular ass basis Mm. when my faggot ass ain't trying to do nothing but keep these bills paid and take care of people that I care about and carve out a little lane for me. We can't do nothing for us. We can't even see ourselves on on TV because that is again pushing the agenda to like shit on the black man's image and whatever. Meanwhile, so, I'm trying to think, do I have I seen an openly gay black man on TV that wasn't like reality TV? I, I can't think that I've seen one like the even last written in like a scripted show. Big scripted series like that, I believe, was Noah's Ark. See, and how long ago was that? 
Y'all talking Far about too. media representation when you have way and Ozark more wasn't of it even than we really do. A big show like Noah's Ark was only on Logo. Right. You either kind of knew about it or you didn't. You had to you had to turn to Logo to see Noah's Ark. Right. You had to seek it out. You had to know what you was looking for to, to watch it. It wasn't on ABC primetime. Like surprise. Like, there are plenty of gay people that are black and also, like, love being black, celebrate being black, right. rally for your dumb asses, too, just like everybody the motherfuck else, and should, like, be allowed to see themselves right. represented in the same fucking thing that you do. Right. What is there to agree or disagree with? This is who I am. I You're never, just like, homophobic. That's it. You're just homophobic. Just say it. To Don't align, argue with us. You're just homophobic. To That's align it. us with, with abandoners and the hyper-violence and whatever the fuck else, like oh, the queens, dumbasses, like just people who sleep. <laughs> no with No homosexuality. Kind of Meanwhile, there's too many men in this video. There's no too many people in this photo for me to say that none of them are gay. And again, if you listen to the people who are telling you facts all of the time, you would understand that sexuality is not black and white. So many of the niggas in that fucking picture could either dabble, do well. Most of them are young, but right, these are babies. But who knows? Right. Right. There's no like there's no them seeing a gay person on TV or in a show or on their block or whatever isn't going to decide whether they're gay or straight or masculine or feminine or whatever. Like they're going to be who God decided for them to be when they get to that stage of their lives. So, again, gay people having representation or being out living their lives and trying to be fucking happy has nothing to do with a black man's image further fucking more. Up, say it. Even if, let's say that you are able to take all of these fags and all of these trans people and just put them in a tiny box and set that box on fire <laughs> and then just, I don't know, you just send it out and see. Away. Like, just if you were to get rid of all of us, what that's going to do? Do you think that, like, white the oppressor is Nothing. then going to be like, you know what? Now I get it. I'm so sorry for this racist shit that we have been doing to y'all for hundreds of fucking right. years. It was just that gay shit. Like, now that all those fags aren't around, I totally see where we fucked out. Here are your rights. Like, what? If you get rid of gay black men and women, you're going to get rid of probably 70% of the movement. Just right there. Because you know who's not out there marching for us in overwhelming majorities? Cis straight black men. Y'all love to sit up at the top of the Negro food chain and then talk about how the rest of us are garbage and trash in one way or another. And that's why I'm just like, if you truly believe that you can be supportive of Black Lives Matter or the movement to end police equality, but then also not ride for LGBTQ black people, you simply cannot. It doesn't work like that. We are part of the community also. And you have to extend the same love to us that you extend to yourselves. You have to extend the same love to us that you extend to each other. And when you don't, by saying this type of ignorant shit, or when you don't, by saying, oh, well, you know, no homosexuals, when what you really mean is nobody flamboyant, nobody dressed in a feminine way that you don't approve of. Because half these kids could be gay, but you don't know it because all you're looking for is wigs and dresses or leggings or heels or whatever the fuck else. Thank you. When you say ignorant shit like that, what you're saying to the rest of us is, okay, so... Let me know. Now I know who I need to not ride for. Like, all that's doing, all that's saying to me is, well, why should I show up for you niggas every single time when y'all take each opportunity to shit on me and my existence? Why should I do that? I'll I'll wait. (laughs) 
What? What? What's my incentive to take care of somebody who feels like I'm a disgrace to the community? Child. Many of these people, like you said, doing more work than your motherfucking ass. All the hard work, the real work. And that's just in the black bubble. Right. Like, because right. I still got to deal with being in the fag bubble. Right. It's the it's that whole intersectionality thing. The more marginalized identities you have, the more likely you are, I think, to not be a fucking dumbass about shit like this. Like, shut up. Because you're able to look at it straight, cis, black men. All that they have going against them is that blackness. And I think it pisses them off <laughs> because <laughs> if they were white, everything would be Gucci. <laughs> so, that's that's, that's like, the only thing. You have all these, the whole community, straight, cis black women with they lovable dumbasses following behind y'all, loving y'all anyway. Proof that homosexuality is not a choice because every straight woman I know would be dyking right now if she could just bring herself to do it. That is a fact. If she could just bring herself to be like, yum, pussy. Then they would all have a girlfriend right now, but they just can't. They truly love and support y'all, and y'all shit on them as much as you possibly can. We forgive niggas for molesting children, stealing from grandmas, abandoning their kids, hitting their women. We forgive that and welcome niggas back into the family and tell everybody else, oh, don't act like that around JJ. You know, he, that's just, you know, that's old shit. He don't act like that no more. That's just how he was. Like, you will live Literally fall over your like we do this. We fall over ourselves to let these <laughs> niggas continue to come in the human in the community and shit on the rest of us. And all we ever do is support and lift y'all's black asses up. Why? Why? Furthermore, I would just like to say that I will be continuing to do the work that I feel I need to be doing and saying the things I need to be saying. Um, and honestly, fuck how you feel. Truly, like. Amen. I just gave the IRS five figures yesterday. <sighs> money that they it. don't deserve and the money that I could have done a lot more with than they probably will. I don't give a fuck what you think about nope. me, who I'm fucking, who's fucking me, or nope. anything else that's going on in the privacy of my own Mm-mm. quarters. My tax or is unless too high. I want to do it in public. But... <laughs> Bitch, I don't give a fuck. You can't even take get your nigga to take a Christmas tree down, bitch. Talking to me about what you agree with and, and uh, don't agree with. Shut up. And I'm done. I'm finished. Amen. God, that pissed me off so bad. So just throw gays in with the middle of like oh right in the middle and homosexuals and is two other words. shitheads and then oh, no homosexual like just. I just I, you I know just you could just not be stank towards us. You could just not. But I guess that's too much like right. You could just not even have said homosexuals at all. So speaking of other really bad decisions, H&M. Bring it on. Let's do it. (laughs) I knew it. This was pretty much impossible to avoid because, I mean, it just got everywhere. And then, of course, niggas started photoshopping different designs and all this. But anyway. That got a lot of hair. If you (laughs) did. If you do not know the backstory, um, on their UK site, uh, H&M had some merch, uh, merch, (laughs) retail items listed for children. And in one of these pictures is a little black boy, very adorable, wearing a green hoodie that says coolest monkey in the, in the jungle. Fucking dumbasses. Now, this is not the first time H&M has said or done something stupid or racially insensitive (coughs) you could probably google any of your favorite 
major retailers, to be honest, and find something problematic about each and every last one of them. Like, there's no ethical choices in capitalism. We get it. But H&M is the second largest retailer in the world, not in America. Like, this is not even just an America thing or a UK thing. Like, that cheap shit is sold across the globe. Yeah, it is. So, for a company like H&M to make a mistake like this is not like, you know, somebody on Etsy making a mistake like this. It's stinking terrible, but more importantly, it should have never gotten to the point of being put on the website because somebody at this multi-billion dollar corporation should have said, wait a minute, maybe what we ought not do is stick a young black child in a piece of clothing that implies he's a monkey. Like, you're not going to tell me that just because it was in the UK or whatever else, that means that you didn't understand the history behind it or you just you mean to tell me that there's not a single executive or ad person who was working at H&M nobody has ever heard of the stereotype of black people That's being called monkeys or be, like it's not you cannot claim ignorance on this you can't and ignorance would be the only acceptable excuse but it's H and fucking M <laughs> and you cannot tell me that they did not know better you especially can't. since that is not even simply like an American form of right. racism like that is global as they well they do that shit yes. globally compares to monkeys yes exactly so you cannot say oh well it's the UK we didn't know no better like the UK didn't invent racism bitch right. please thank no you. that does not fucking work thank you I don't care if his mama didn't see no big deal about it or whatever else that pissed me off too but I guess I'm not surprised well right I'm I'm not surprised you're gonna always find one to be like oh, I don't see the big <laughs> deal <laughs> and I mean even if you don't see the big deal I don't understand how you can't say alright H&M as big of a company as this is should have never gotten to this point in the first place because they're way bigger than whatever check you got for yourself <laughs> taking that picture right. so yes you can allow them to take some accountability and shut your ass up but to make this whole thing worse so of course you know all these celebrities start Talk it. Speaking of the weekend, oh, was like, oh, I'm never getting, I'm never yeah. working with them again. Somebody named G Easy said he's canceling his shit. <laughs> uh, Diddy is posting photoshopped hoodies of this little boy. Niggas unturned it into crowns and all. I've seen him with like thirty gold <laughs> chains on. Right. And... <laughs> Why do we have to do this every time? But right. probably the worst redesign is the one done by one Miss Rachel Dolezal. Bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you, I am so tired of her. So she called it a protest hoodie. Shut up. And she changed the caption to say coolest prince in the hood. <laughs> That's almost worse. And then people write people in her comments like, uh, I don't know about this. Like, maybe this is kind of racist also. And like, maybe you are not be doing this because you are not black. Like, Let's get back to Rachel Dolezal is not black. I feel like she's still on Instagram as if we don't know that. Right. <laughs> like, bitch, the trans racial is not a thing. I broke it down a million times and totally and completely in depth and how you cannot do that. Your race isn't going to blow over. You simply are white. And so it is what it is. But then she changed it to coolest prince in the world. I and bet. then. The caption says, you know, first I did a design response that said coolest monkey or coolest prince in the hood because it's a hooded sweatshirt, you know, slash neighborhood. But people didn't like it. So I changed it to coolest prince in the world. If you want one of the updated ones, go to the link in the bio talking about how this situation was close to her heart because her son was called a monkey in the second grade. 
Now, that may be true. Her son is black. Her son is black, so that may be true. But because it came from Rachel Dolezal, I'm looking at it like, but is it true? Right. You're a liar. You're a liar. A documented liar. And you didn't lie about little shit. You lied about, like, attacks on your family and people leaving, like, you know, pipe bombs or whatever. Right. All kinds of wild shit. You played with the U.S. Postal Service (laughs) with your lies to the point where they had to be like, somebody placed this inside her mailbox because it has no stamp on it. And really, I don't know how you were that dumb to think that you could plant (laughs) something in your mailbox. Like, bitch, every piece of mail gets that stamp on it from when the post office receives it. Every single piece of mail. What the fuck is wrong with her? So the the mail carrier did not put that in your boxes. Somebody with a key did. But anyway, so I don't really believe, well, even though it's possible, I can't say that I really believed it anyway. But then she said, all proceeds from sales on my website go directly to providing for the three coolest princes in the household, my three black sons, no, just in case this <laughs> anybody was wondering. Did it. <laughs> I just cannot with Rachel. You know what? I'll about. almost give you a point. At least you ain't lie like that. At other least white you didn't woman. lie. You did at least say all the proceeds are staying right here in my Caucasian home. But, but it's bitch, still so gross that your white ass all about gravitated towards you this story yes. to get some money for you. Whatever. And you would think somebody like Rachel Dozal would stay away from race-based yes. stories because now we all know the truth about your lying ass. But it's like she's doubling down and like being in it. Like, nah, this is important. And, and me and my black babies, like it seems when, when you bring up your black kids in this context, it sounds to me like you're using them and their like blackness yes. to get as close as you can Absolutely. into blackness. And that's just another reason why I don't fuck with this stupid I bitch. I cannot stand her, bro. H&M was bad enough, but to be honest, I don't, I don't expect nothing better out of H&M. Them niggas use sweatshops and, you know, slave labor and all that. You, you can't mass produce $9 dresses without doing something illegal or unethical. That's, you can't do it. That is a fantastic You just cannot point. do it. And fast fashion is terrible for the environment, terrible for workers. And H&M be... Sw- Swipping, they, they, they stock get switched out like I don't know every two months or so. It's always some new shit in there. Like every time I go in H and M, is some brand new shit in there. So there's no way that they are operating on a global scale in an ethical way. And if you Google it, there are lots and lots of things. Like I said earlier, there are lots of reasons to not shop there. Just That's like true. there are lots of reasons not to shop at Walmart That's or probably too. any other major retailer. Many, you look I'm sure. close enough, like Wendy's. I don't know what's wrong with Wendy. Something about them. They don't want to use the right tomatoes. Like somebody didn't signed a tomato contract and all the other fast food places are I using these, about this. these ethically picked tomatoes. I've and Wendy's like, this. nah, we'll use our slave labor tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> like you really can't go nowhere. So That's H&M true. doing that, I was just like, wow, H&M garbage. Now I really can't shop there until I forget about this. Like y'all... <laughs> That's really fucking Thankfully, shitty. I have not been in H&M in a while. It's been a long time, especially because their clothing in the winter does not hold up it for me. It simply doesn't. They're, they are disposable summer thought wear clothes as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. They and don't they've always last. filled that lane. Right. But there's a million other places you can go for disposable clothing. That's so true. So I can always go right over to Forever 21, who's probably also heinous. Probably. <laughs> That's true. Or Zara or any another. There are plenty of just shops in New York where you could go and get and get cheap shit. Right. So I don't have to shop at H&M. But shame on y'all for either not. No, I won't say you didn't know any better. For not having anybody who knew better in the room. 
for not having anybody who knew better to be in a in a position of power. I can tell y'all don't have black people making the final decisions at H&M because it just seems like had somebody really gotten a good look at this, y'all could have avoided this whole the it whole shouldn't even have been hard. right it should have never made it to the internet there are other kids on your website why couldn't one of the other children wear the hoodie that said monkey in the jungle and this is why so many people are pissed about it because it's just like at some point we're going to look at this like it's not a mistake like right. I honestly I don't give a fuck who did what approved what signed what I'm treating this shit uh, like you did that shit on purpose because you should know by now right. I'm sorry like I don't give a fuck like you said out of all of the fucking kids that you have modeling these clothes that one sweatshirt right. you put on him right it's not a protest hoodie if the money doesn't go to benefit you protest efforts like you, you straight up said it's going ass. to your kids which is fine but then don't try to make it a protest thing or a resistance thing like we're gonna take down H&M She's <laughs> such a through buying virus. her bullshit right it's just like she she does not miss a chance to try to capitalize off of us in whatever way she possibly can we know you're white Rachel fuck you girl right we know it <laughs> It's not a we're not confused about it no more, like, sis. We the, saw your baby pictures. The only you're two simply white parents. <laughs> simply white. Got on TV like she's been the a cracker white. all day. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know about? how she got her hair to do that, but she is white. <laughs> the only people who could possibly be supporting Rachel Dolezal are like you very weird niggas who are like well she's still done a lot for the community and so where's all this great lot for the community where is that it (laughs) because and the only other people who could be doing it are white people who are laughing at her and think it's funny I mean I don't think anybody is taking her seriously which is probably why she's trying to sell hoodies for money like I guess you do what you gotta do it's a common hustle but don't try to turn it into a protest thing when it's really just a you want some money thing sell hoodies making fun of yourself right why don't you sell hoodies about white people (laughs) I don't know I don't don't know I really don't know what to tell you but I like, feel like you get a better you know stop trying to capitalize off of black pain and please. black people's black people's shit that we go through like you have half black children focus on that <laughs> focus on raising them to stay away from women like you so fuck H&M and fuck Rachel Dolezal <laughs> and when I saw the story I was like this can't get worse and then I saw Rachel Dolezal's Instagram and I was like oh look at look at that the gag for me is when she said, because I only saw the photo of coolest prince in the hood. Mm. I didn't see that she changed it. Yeah. Because I try to stay far, as far away from, from Rachel. I get tagged in, in everything she does. But for me is, um, I posted the princess in the hood, whatever hoodie, and people didn't like that. So I changed it to, you changed it. You mean you just didn't not do it? <laughs> Oh, I just called the the designer and asked them to change it. What? I wish that she would just fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. For like ever. That's really life. it. I just don't want nothing else to do with her. Oh my goodness. Did you see LeVar Ball? Yes. LeVar Ball cussing LiAngelo out for stealing in China. I did. If y'all haven't watched that, go, I don't know if you can find that show on demand or just find the clip somewhere, but you have to find this scene where LeVar Ball is trying to talk to LiAngelo's dumbass about why he got arrested. And he just sitting there looking at his feet, mumbling and shit like, you're in international trouble, young nigga. <laughs> 
Get your fucking life together. I don't know why I just thought about that in the context of Rachel Dole. LeVar Ball is probably a better parent than Rachel Dolezal is. You know what? Probably. Probably so. That scene really made me like, okay, LeVar Ball is like my uncle. It's like, maybe. You look very similar. Like, I'm starting to maybe understand you a little bit more. Okay, I have Keeping to watch my this. distance, but you have to watch it. So, but yeah, I'm done. Fuck the both of them. I'm finished. All right. Well, that just about wraps up. Another episode of The Read. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on all social at This Is The Read. Check out our website, thisistheread.com. You have any uh, news this week? Um, oh, Alexandra wants us to discuss this nomination. What? You want a text message? Yes. Oh. Oh, right. Um. So we are nominated for a BET Social Award. Thank you, BET, for this social award nomination. People can vote from now till the 21st. Uh, the show airs on February 11th, hosted by Michael Blackson. Uh, the link to vote for The Read is on Instagram or on our Twitter account. And so, yes, that is a thing that's happening. That is really weird and exciting and fun. I just feel weird about being like, go vote. Us. I don't yeah, know why. No, I like, literally just read Alex's text because I would have never. Told. I just heard about this like this afternoon when a million people were tagging me in it and my <laughs> friends are texting me like, we voted for you. I'm like, voted for me for Yeah, what? my friends hit me up, my uh, Southern friends hit me up in the group chat last night like, I just voted for you. And I was like, bitch, for what? Right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck anybody So I didn't know about. we were nominated for anything, much less best podcast at a social media show. So, uh, but thank you. Yes, thank you to BET for that nomination, especially with your history. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, frankly, a little surprised that any of y'all employees listen to us because I feel like we drag you guys and your productions fairly frequently. But with love, like yeah, heavenly. Yeah. No, definitely with love. <laughs> no, not like, okay, maybe like heavenly. Like heavenly. <laughs> so, but thank you anyway. Do we have any other, uh, <laughs> any other news? <laughs> um, We're I trash. Go it. vote for somebody else, honestly. What are the other podcasts up there? Go I vote for another round. Queens, another round. Um, and Bodega Boys. Brilliant idiots. Don't vote. Don't vote for Andrew Schultz. Don't. Andrew Schultz does not deserve a BET award. Um, who else? We'll never hear the end of it. Well, I'm not going to go look it up. But yeah, just, I don't know. Just go vote. vote for who you want to vote Right. For. Go vote for your favorite show. Who knows? Yes. It might not be ours. Your favorite, the people's faves should win do we have an acronym this week the acronym this week is going to be d w t d damn Whites. nope what's the first one disagree Disagree with this dick. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Yay! Fuck how you feel about motherfucking <laughs> bitch. Shut up. All right, y'all. We will see you next week. <laughs>